welcome to episode 189 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week it is still St. Patty's Day week for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it'll be over by the time this airs. But uh, so we decided to just keep it simple and have some Irish whiskey. Yeah, we'll see how many we get through. I brought three in here just in case. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, we're starting with the sexton. It's what we used in our mixed drink last week mm-hmm. for the Irish eyes drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't remember what it tasted like on its own. Yeah, I know. I didn't either. Because yeah, I remember like, when I tried it with other stuff, I was like, me. Wasn't that great? Mm-hmm. Nothing too special about it. But I like it. Yeah. Well, I it's think not it's bad. good. I like the bottle too. Yeah, the bottle's the cool. bottle's really the bottle's neat. Really cool. Uh huh. It's different, and I can't. I have no idea how much is in it because the bottle's so dark. Oh, because it's dark. Yeah. yeah, it's really dark, and it's heavy. So I can't tell like oh. if it's heavy because it's so much glass, or if it's heavy because there's booze in it. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty got good. a. It's got a good little flavor. It's got a little more heat to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. It's not that bad. It's so not I brought, like I brought this in here, proper twelve, uh-huh. and good old Jameson. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I think that proper 12 is probably the cheapest one out of all of them. Oh, yeah. Out of those three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's probably the worst. <laughs> the worst one? Out of the three. Yeah, maybe. Not that it's that bad, but it's yeah, just... Yeah, no. it's, it's not. Well, people yeah. just buy it because it's Conor McGregor's. I know. Uh-huh. Not because it tastes good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, some people but. think it tastes good, I guess. But, so... Anyway, this week we are going to be talking about how to bulletproof your marriage. Pew, pew. Yeah, <laughs> I think that uh, I think it, I think it's going to be a good episode. I think that there's uh, we wanted to come up with things that that not everybody else tells you mm-hmm. about bulletproofing a marriage. Yeah, cheap proof and bulletproof and foolproof and yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, proof and none of that. <laughs> But there's proof. We've got the real proof in, in what this. we're talking about. Yeah. Here. Uh-huh. But before we get started with that, we have our dumbass post of the week. I thought I would remember it, but then I was like, wait, do I say it? Would I say it different or what? So this this is funny because I've seen this one. I mean, we've all heard this or version of this mm-hmm. since probably before we were married or even in a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about it in an episode a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but the dumbass post of the week is the most important part of any relationship is the first open fart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once again, it's never meant to be serious. I it's know. It's a funny post that pokes fun at farting in front of your partner. Mm-hmm. However, we believe you that should. you have to maintain some level of passion and sexiness, and it's really hard to do when you're farting and putting your partners under the covers yeah give them dutch ovens yeah and I when know. someone's like hey babe will you come in here and put this up and you're like yeah give me a minute hold on yeah all right uh-huh pull my finger yeah there's I no know. passion there no no like if you're a dude you're i mean i i, I would like to tell guys you know you have a hundred percent chance of getting a blowjob from your partner and every time you fart you take off ten percent yeah. And at some point in time, she's not going to want to be down there at all. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, ugh, yeah. There, I mean, it's it's one of those. And, and, and I mean, because people are probably like, oh, my gosh, like, what's so wrong with that? Like, really? What's wrong? You know that you're 
that you're in a good or a true relationship when you are able to fart in front of each other that that is what pisses me off Uh is that people will actually have the nerve to take their no sex having gross funky smelling ass (coughs) bodily functions that they squirt off in front of each other and actually have the fucking nerve to act like they have a better relationship i know because they're gross in front of each other (laughs) i know i know i don't get it shut up yeah I know. It's yeah. It's so dumb. It's like, really? Like, why are you? Why would you say that? That like, I don't know. They really think though. Like, people really think that that is a big deal. Our our marriage is is so strong because, you know, I I don't I. I like when my partner farts in front of me. That's how you know you're truly in love. And Mm -hmm. I don't mind cleaning his shit stains out of his underwear every week. And and you know whatever. I mean, it's like you guys are gross. I know, and people would probably be like, "Well, you know, you we all do it." So yeah, but that doesn't mean that you have to do it in front of your partner. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't it's... Know. like I said, it bugs me when people act like like that's the high road. Like I know. farting is the high road. <laughs> I know, I know. Like you yeah. sound like an idiot. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> farting is the high road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny so uh like i said this week we are gonna talk about how to bulletproof your marriage Mm -hmm. um we again came up with um a list of things that we wanted to share with you guys and and these you know there's there's typical cliche advice out there Mm -hmm. um you know some of it's good some of it's good some of it's right some of it's relevant but a lot of it, you know, we're not going to say things like you need to be open with your communication. We've talked about communication a hundred times on here. Mm-hmm. We've talked about how important sex is. We're not even going to bring that up this time. I know. Yeah. If, you, the, if you'll believe it. <laughs> these are real things that most couples are doing the wrong way mm-hmm. or handling them incorrectly. It's not your typical cliche advice of listen, be supportive. Mm-hmm. That, that's not what we're talking about. Once again, those are all things that you should have already. Right. Um these are other things, real tangible things that if you don't do, you're going to see. Or do. Yeah, or do. You're going to see a positive change in your relationship. Yeah. And it's everything that we, we talk about on here are things that people cite as problems. It's things that people cite as to why they wanted a divorce, why they weren't getting along, why they were fighting, why they weren't having sex. Why you know So there these are tangible things that you or your partner may have a problem with Mm -hmm. because one of you or both of you are handling these incorrectly. Right. So we're going to tell you what to do and how to do it correctly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not to judge you if you're doing some of these things. Once again, at the end of it, it's really just looking at each of these and saying, if I did, if I do this, how is it positively impacting my relationship? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are the chances of it negatively impacting it higher than positively impacting it? And if the chances are that the negative is higher, then you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I so know. that's what we're going to talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that... We the didn't f- put these in any kind of order, did we? We didn't. We didn't. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not really in any kind of order. So we'll just kind of get, throw them at you like how we came up with them yep. ourselves. <laughs> um, but don't have close friends of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I think that is a no-brainer one. Yeah. The And once again, it's not don't know people of the opposite sex. Right. Close friends. You shouldn't be going to lunch with these people. You no. shouldn't be, you know, 
regularly communicating with these people on you know through Facebook through you shouldn't be spending personal time mm-hmm. with someone of the opposite sex or even selected professional time. Well, I know I was thinking the same thing like uh cuz cuz you know people will say, well, you know, I work with, you know, men male men or mm-hmm. female or whatever and um and I think that really how you how you spend your time even at work mm-hmm. with the opposite sex is a big deal. Obviously, it's a big deal because that's how we ended up being t- getting together because right. <laughs> we spent so much time together, which I guess I, I'm going to probably shoot myself in the foot. But that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't necessarily our fault for spending so much time together. But um, anyway. Yeah, but even our and even the, our work life uh-huh we couldn't have changed that uh-huh. i know uh-huh. we literally had to work next to each other mm-hmm. what i'm talking about is you and i never took lunch together no i know i was never I like know. hey crystal let's go grab a bite to eat uh-huh. what are you doing after work what do you, you want to meet up early and get a breakfast burrito we never spent any time with each other outside of work until you got pretty aggressive of hitting on me until i bought you food <laughs> until i brought in when taco you went house. out of your way to bring me food taco house yeah at lunch that was the, probably the first inappropriate i know it was you could have done. which at the time and at face value it was innocent not, enough it innocent seemed enough. innocent enough but look where it led yeah i know you were trying to subliminally try to get me to eat your taco <laughs> yes yes absolutely <laughs> that's what you were doing yeah um but it, it's one of those things where when, when you talk, we'll kind of split up. When we're talking professional, I, I do mean that. Spending, spending, you know, if you do something, um, you know, if you work for a company where you have to, everybody's going to huddle up for the meeting and, and you have to sit next to, you're just always like, oh, this is my, my work husband, my work wife, my work buddy of the opposite sex. And we always sit next to each other. You're, you're showing a vested interest in that person. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you developed a connection there that your partner can't compete with push that even further you're going on those lunch dates together yeah during work you don't have anybody else to eat with you're going there and once again you have don't don't throw the the trust or anything like that you have to ask yourself is going to lunch with someone of the opposite sex going to benefit my partnership or does it have a higher possibility of negatively impacting my relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that was one of the things my, my ex-wife, she worked with all guys. Mm-hmm. And she would go to lunch with eight dudes. And I'm like, how do you not see how this, how I could have a problem with this? Yeah. And it was always, well, that means you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah. You're with eight dudes. Yeah. You're having lunch with eight dudes. Uh-huh. And even if you did trust her, like... Don't, don't trust, trust them. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think that once again, that decision right there can only negatively impact this. Your relationship's not going to get stronger from it. Your your partner's not going to be happy because of it. At best, they're going to act indifferent. Yeah. I That's know. best case scenario. Uh-huh. So it is looking at this objectively of just that. Is it going to help or is it going to hurt? I know, uh-huh. And then when you look well, at... Well, and, and even, like, I, I guess even in taking it a step further with... And I know that not all people would feel the same way, but I think that... I think it is important to put yourself in their shoes if they were telling you that they were going to lunch with 
the the girl at work mm-hmm. or the guy at work like how would that make you feel yeah and most times it's not gonna make you feel good yeah i mean and, and i know that there's there's all kinds of pushback on this well you know the person i work with they're old enough to be my mom or they're old enough to be my dad or that doesn't matter Mm-mm. once again what what's the reward to risk ratio here mm-hmm. is there a higher chance it's going to help your relationship or hurt it do you want to risk that yeah. you know with for your to your relationship mm-hmm. do you want to put that risk factor in there and, and once again the point of this is to bulletproof your marriage yeah mm-hmm. if you if you don't want to take those steps and not have those relationships then you're missing out on a key factor to protect your relationship mm-hmm. i mean that's plain and simple yeah exactly I know. Well, I think that this also, I mean, having close friends of the opposite sex can include like sending messages on Facebook Mm -hmm. or on Instagram. Like, why are you trying to have some kind of relationship with someone over the of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. over social media in the first place? Like, you know, if your partner saw those messages, would how would they feel about it? Mm hmm and why just why like what 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 is the point yeah Yeah. period yep i mean it's the same thing i mean you i've seen guys that you know send virtual flowers over dm or on their social media page you know oh i know i know their partners yeah you've you've showed me that like Like, what are you doing that's yeah that's that in my eyes that's the same thing as someone sending you flowers Uh uh-huh it's the same gesture yeah i know you can downplay it all you want Uh but that's inappropriate oh it's just a virtual rose okay whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) it sends you a virtual ass whooping yeah i know you know yeah i know Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i think that you know yeah that that that's a very good point the the relationships you have no physical interaction with but Mm -hmm. you're spending time communicating talking texting Mm -hmm. messaging developing some kind of connection even virtually we all know that that's absolutely 100 percent possible Mm -hmm. you're doing that asking ask yourself is this hurting or helping my relationship Mm -hmm. yeah yes Uh the next one is i think another obvious one but it is do not participate in girls night or guys night out yep that i mean it's like i said it's to us, it's a no-brainer because we don't feel the need that we want <laughs> that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But to everybody else, you you know, you might be thinking, well, why? What's what's it gonna hurt that I go out with my girls once a month or or whatever? But you're putting yourself in a situation that could be bad for your yeah. relationship. Yeah, I mean, in the history of couples doing things together. I I doubt, I'm sure it's happened at some point in time, but the chances of you and your partner going out for dinner and dancing and one of you cheating on each other is a hell of a lot lower than you going out with your girlfriends or guy friends going to the club. Yeah. What chance do you think of something bad happening is going to be higher? I know. When your partner's not there. Yeah. You dipshit. Yeah. So once again, is it worth risking that? I know. And I know people don't agree with this. I know I know women do not want to hear this. No, not and, at all. And I've been pretty clear <clears throat> that I think what guys do when grown ass men get together and do something is completely different 
and it sounds 100% biased, but it's usually completely different than when a group of women, even married women, get together and go do something. Mm-hmm. You know, most men, when they get together, are a homebody type of scenario. They're mm-hmm. going over to one person's place. They're going to watch a game. They're not surrounded by anybody of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. They're going to go play poker somewhere with nobody from the opposite sex there. Are they going to drink? Yes, they're with each other. Mm-hmm. The chance of the two dudes getting drunk and making out with each other are slim to none. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Too. And women do not do girls' night out the same way. Mm-hmm. And the older we get, you tend to see this this bigger gap. Where I mean, if you're, I mean, you're going to be forty this year. Mm-hmm. Girls, women, I say girls, women between the ages of thirty five and forty five that are still doing girls' night out are going to the places where the men are ten plus years younger than them. Yeah. Why the fuck do you think those idiot dudes are there? <laughs> because your cougar ass is hanging out in the club. Yeah. Yeah. They are there because of you. Uh-huh. All I the know. guys your age, if they're there, they're lonely, single, desperate. Married oh, guys yeah. aren't getting together to go to clubs. Uh-huh. Well, and I think that, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, like, guys... They're single guys too that maybe would and I don't know I guess as you as you get older it changes I think mm-hmm. but you know when when guys are younger and there is dudes that'll be like come on dude let's go let's mm-hmm. go to yeah that's what I'm saying the younger guys are going because that's where the women are at uh huh men that age aren't doing that if they are they're single and uh-huh. it's the one guy too old to be in the club yeah i know but i'm just saying like even whenever but like the guys will will still invite his married friend oh to go out with him if they're young if they're younger uh-huh. yeah yeah but not when they're older i guess yeah that's what I'm usually saying. yeah i mean i went through that when i was younger that mm-hmm. was where that's where the guy you know when i was in my 20s mm-hmm. to early 30s when the guys would want to go do something, that's what it was either. It was a strip club or a club. Mm-hmm. It, we, we never went to a, a dive bar. Mm-hmm. We never went to, you know, a place where you could just, you know, I don't, where I was at Buffalo Wild Wings wasn't even a thing. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was close to that was probably like a Hooters, but that was maybe it. But we didn't have like, we, we didn't ever go anywhere to like get a beer and watch the game. Mm-hmm. They, they wanted some kind of female presence. Yeah. Even if they were married, that's what they wanted. As I've gotten older, and I, mean, I don't have your any friends single have friends, changed. Your friends have changed. The guys though. mature. It's uh-huh. so weird how you see, I don't want to say that they swap, uh-huh. but you see a different level of what men value from their men friends is camaraderie, you know, relaxation, uh-huh. bonding. Yeah. No female presence at all. They want... It's weird because they they want a guy time, and they don't mean guy. When girls say, "I just need some girl time," you mean girls with time with your girls around other guys that aren't your husband. Well, you mean dressing up real cute, looking all yeah, like pretty. I mean, going out. To I'll, get I'll say pretty instead of skanky. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and to get to get attention from who whoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just really what it is. Right. It's not that. You want to go out to, to really just, just dance. 
-hmm. Like, why are you, if you wanted to do that, then why are you just going, or why are you getting so dolled up? Right. Yeah. That's why I said, you're going out to get attention, Mm -hmm. get looks. Once again, you want it to be a safe space, but there's different intent there. Um, And and once again, what do you think the chances are of something bad happening in that situation? Mm -hmm. Even if it's not directly to you, to one of the girls you're with, to somebody in the group, to somebody doing something stupid, to somebody acting inappropriately, to somebody hooking up with somebody, somebody cheating on somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't want to be around that. And once again, this is... We're talking, or I'm not judging you if you've done this. I'm not calling you a, a skanky, hoary married woman if you've done this. We are just saying these are the things whenever a relationship has issues and you do what, what we've talked about here before, a root cause analysis. What was the cause of this? Well, she was out at the club with the guys mm-hmm. or the girls mm-hmm. surrounded by guys. So just take that out of the equation. Yeah. You should not be doing that. Yeah. Um, and once again, if you want to bulletproof your relationship, you won't spend your time doing those things. If those things are that important to you, then you shouldn't be married. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, do not participate in that stuff. Girls night out or girls trips. Mm-hmm. Any of it. Girls trips or guys trips. Both. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I don't support guys trips to Vegas. Yeah. I don't support, you know, that type of stuff. Mm-mm. Um. And then I, th- I think you end up seeing women as they get older, they do stray away from that. Mm-hmm. Their their girl's trip is to, what's the place? The Mercantile? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. Where it's, yeah, it's like a, a non-threatening yeah. uh-huh. environment. But there's this what weird... Is what's her name? I can't... The Pioneer Woman? Pioneer Woman, yeah. You uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a big difference between taking a girl's trip to Nashville and a girl's trip to the Pioneer Woman Mercantile. Yeah, I know you would think, but I'm sure that there's. Well, I know. I no, think that's it's true. huge difference. I know. Well, there's not a bunch of dudes but I running was just around thinking the about this, pioneer woman trying thinking, to hook up. I was thinking about this one girl that I know specifically that went on a a trip with her friend that wasn't somewhere like a what in a party town. Yeah, yeah, and still same, you know, bad things still happen. But she planned the bad thing. The friend did. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. But she it's, she didn't know about it, though. The chance of them bumping into somebody and that happening uh-huh. was slim to none. Right. She premeditatedly planned a hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, she went. Yeah, yeah. So true. that's, that's different. True. That is yeah. true. But, that's but true. to the point, you don't know what your shady-ass girlfriends are up to. I know. And I that's know. what this was. Yeah. The girl was like, uh-huh. wanted to hook up away from her husband, have uh-huh. sex with another dude, use the girl's trip as a guy, didn't tell any of the girls what her plan was, Mm-mm. and then lo and behold, the, all the girls go together and... She cheats on her husband. Yeah. And it drags everybody into it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Bitches are shady. I, they are. They're very shady. I know. Uh, so the next one that we have is don't spend personal time with single people. Yeah. That ties in really well with that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Sing, once again, talking bulletproof in your marriage. Not that single people are bad. Not that you can't know single people. Not that, you know, your sister, your brother, or... Or somebody can't be single and you can't, you know, talk to them or, or maintain some kind of relationship with them. What we're talking about is putting yourself in single situations because somebody else is single is there. Mm-hmm. A single person, the last piece of the puzzle of motivation they have is keeping your marriage safe. Oh, I know. They could give a fuck. And it's not <clears throat> that they want to sabotage it. 
they just don't give a shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter to them. Your your relationship and your infidelities and, and anything that you have with your wife or your husband are not their priority or their concern. Mm-hmm. You, it, it, it's like giving a drunk driver the keys to your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly is. what that's like. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, I know. Well, we have seen multiple single women specifically mm-hmm. go through this. Or, I'm sorry, married women go through this that had single friends. It was literally like watching dominoes. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. It was like some one person pushed one domino over yeah. and the rest of them fell. Uh-huh. Every single one of the Every girls we know in this all split up with their partner. Yep. Every single one. And it just one. started with one of them going through divorce and wanting to be single or wanting to wanting to drag her married friends with her to do single shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all of their relationships ended. Yep. And so that, yeah, that one, and, and like Seth said, you know, not, we know that not all single people are like this, mm-hmm. but I mean, again, what is it going to, how, how can that positively impact your yeah. relationship? Risk to reward. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's the thing, like you, you, you see this, this, this is what happens in that scenario. If you've got three, and I don't care if they're guys or girls, we'll, 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 we'll say it was the girls. You have one single girl and three married women going out. Mm-hmm. That single girl at the club, at the bar, at the concert, on the girls' trip, whatever, she's not going to bump into one random guy that's there by himself who's single looking for one girl. She's going to run into another guy who's single, who has three to four single male friends as well, mm-hmm. or married men acting single. Mm-hmm. And she's going to want to hook up with the one guy. And the other girls end up getting drug along into the conversation. Yeah. And they're like, oh, these are my girlfriends. They're married, so don't even try anything. <laughs> <laughs> it always starts like that. Next thing you know, you got a dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how it starts. It, it start, it's, it's, that's the scenario. Like I said, it's never a girl with a group of girls who just randomly bumps into one single guy out there all by his lonesome. Uh-huh. Who's just looking for one? It's a group. Oh, it's I know. It all mentality. it always it is. Always yeah, is. yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's it, it is always going to be a sticky situation. Like you just don't want that to happen. Well, or you do want it to happen, mm-hmm. but for to bulletproof your marriage, you don't want yeah. that to happen. So just stay away from these single people. Mm-hmm. Avoid them like the plague. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> And if you're going on to the next one, if you're, if you do decide to go out with your friends on a girl's night or with single people, make sure to answer your phone when your partner calls. (laughs) This this is just a simple common courtesy that you just see married people get very annoyed with. Mm -hmm. Why are you blowing me up? Why are you calling me? I'm right here. Don't you trust me? No, yeah. that's why I'm fucking calling you ten times. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would have answered your phone yeah. and and everything, like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be an issue. But you didn't answer your phone the last five times that I called. Yeah. So yeah, what's going on? If if you're not gonna pick up the phone, you have to text immediately. Mm-hmm. Sorry, give me a minute. I will call you right back. Yeah, and then oh, call them right back. Yeah, don't wait till the next day. Be like, sorry, my battery died. Yeah. 
Yeah. I had no service. Uh Uh-huh. Shut up. There's 5 billion cell phone towers in the U.S. right now. Uh Uh-huh. You have service everywhere. Unless you're partying in the middle of the Redwood Forest in California, you can call and text your partner. Uh Uh-huh. So if your partner's telling you they had no reception or their battery died, they're lying. Yeah. They're full of shit. I know. It ain't true. That's just a convenient excuse to get them to get off your back. I've seen people do this a hundred times. I'm shutting my phone off. Mm -hmm. I'll tell them it died tomorrow. They'll get over it. Yeah. They would rather ask forgiveness than permission. I know. Yeah. And that right there. And and these these last ones we talked about. Having having friends of the opposite sex. Going out on girls night, guys night. Hanging out with single people. Not answering your phone. What all of these four things do is create serious doubt in your partner. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the first chink in the armor and the leak in the ship that's going to create issues mm-hmm. is you, your behaviors and your actions causing trust issues out of your partner. Yeah, I know. You're you're, you're creating, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you, you can't wonder, be like, well, I, and once again, this is the same person. When everything falls apart, they're going to be like, well, I had to get out of that toxic relationship. Oh, gosh. He was so controlling. He didn't <laughs> want me having my guy friends anymore he didn't want me hanging out with my girls and my girls are my life Mm -hmm. and and Teresa just got divorced and he didn't even want me going out with her and you know one time I went out and I didn't answer his phone that night and he didn't trust me yeah duh (laughs) he ain't trustworthy bitch I don't want to tell you you just described every reason why he shouldn't trust you yeah I know your actions are proving that Uh so stop doing those actions yeah I know I know. I, I mean, and guys, guys do the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I guess we're, we're pretty heavily picking on the women. I, it's funny because I just visually see women doing this so much more than men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but guys do it too. I think you know one of the things that always it's like I've said before. I said it just a few episodes ago. I expect more out of women. Mm-hmm. When a woman does stuff like this, it's <clears throat> so disappointing that they can't see right from wrong Mm -hmm. they can't just see why they shouldn't act like this men do this knowing they shouldn't do it Mm -hmm. i don't think most men even really try to attempt to um defend why they do it women will go to great lengths to defend an action that they should know is inappropriate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and most men a man that's going to behave this way it's usually more overtly you, you you don't ever see a guy who who appears like a really good husband a really solid father a good leader all these good qualities who happens to be a conniving sneaky shitty person mm-hmm. usually that stuff you can see a mile away mm-hmm. in a man you can't in women some you can mm-hmm. but sometimes you can't i mean i, I there, there's been so many times that that I, w- I wish i could be like oh yeah i saw that coming she seems like that kind of girl mm-hmm. but you see that you're like what she did what i know she got nailed by two cops in the back of a car she's been she's got three kids been married 15 years yeah what are you talking about you know um and so you're always just a little more i think when it comes to the women i'm just always a little more shocked and disappointed that they did it most of the time when i hear like a guy cheated i'm never like what Mm -hmm. him yeah i'm like oh yeah i could tell (laughs) it seems like i could tell by the way he's looking at you Oh, I could tell, gosh, but, you know, yeah. you just kind of, yeah, you, you just yeah, kind of, yeah. you tend just to like get a sleaze a bag feeling. and yeah, yeah, you just know, you just, yeah. yeah I'm not totally saying that, that men can't be 
really good liars and cover up because I know they can. I'm just I saying know. typically. Well, but even that, that sleaze bag, I mean, like those sleaze bags can really connive women, though. Mm-hmm. And and he, I just think they're fewer. He's not going to be the type of guy that's listening to our episodes anyway. Yeah. But like if you're a woman and you find yourself you find your partner not answering his phone and when you call him and not texting you back right away um you know there there may be something to be mm-hmm. concerned about and and so i don't know cuz yeah like i said he's not listening to this but she may be mm-hmm. she might be listening and to her like you need to wise up. Yeah, I mean, in any characteristic or behaviors we've said when we right. do this, and you're like, well, my husband does that. Well, mm-hmm. Same same rules apply then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that I think that guys do it too. It's just, and I I agree. I think that you do see, you do, you can imagine women doing this more. I mean, it. You don't. I think men try to play it off like, well, it's bro code. Some shit went down and we just didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, that's not it. For e- e- Even taking a scenario where you send a group of guys, even if you send a group of good-looking guys to Vegas, if you send a group of guys that are sevens and eights, married, not married, I don't care if they're married or single, you send them to Vegas for a bachelor party. It's so, even for those guys that are handsome, good-looking, charismatic, Unless they buy a hooker, it's hard for them to hook up and have sex with someone. I don't know. I don't know about that. Really. Way harder than it is a woman. Mm. You yes, you can send a group of a uh, pack of wildebeest threes. I don't think in Vegas. I don't think it's somewhere like I, Vegas. I, completely, uh, I think so. Really? Yes. I absolutely. When, I mean, a good you, look, good looking guys. I'm picturing like good looking dudes. Like I don't think that. I think you're wrong. With that. You don't think women have an easier chance getting laid than men? Well, no, I think that women have an easier chance. I'm just thinking like... Uh, that man that... can't go up to any girl and say, Hi, how you doing? You want to go back to my hotel? Mm-hmm. He still has to prove he's worth something. He's got to act like he has a lot of money. He's got, mm-hmm. to, you know, he's got to have a presence about him that tells her she's worth... Or he's worth her having sex with. Mm-hmm. My point is I think it's it's way easier for... A, a group of ugly girls to go to Vegas and get laid than it is a group of guys. And my, my basis for saying that is because of what we continually see. There's not all these videos out here of men going to a strip club, you know, eating a girl out on stage mm-hmm. because yeah, she's shaking her pussy in front of his face. And mm-hmm. there's a million videos of married women and women on bachelorette parties in Vegas you know, licking whipped cream off some dude's dick at the mill review. I know. And going yeah. crazy and getting wild. Mm-hmm. And so you, you see. Well, that, that stuff doesn't. I know. I, I think I agree with that. Like that stuff doesn't happen at a at a female or what is at a, at <laughs> at a, a male strip yeah, club, at, I guess, with women a, dancing. Yeah. That stuff happens at, at strip clubs when yeah. the man is dancing. And I think it's because like the the strippers the female strippers are protected mm-hmm. by well, there's a clear code of con- conduct yeah for the men who go in a strip club where women are stripping of don't touch uh-huh no photos no you know whatever 
there's yeah. a, a but for the other way there isn't not. yeah it's like yeah this weird mm-hmm. gray area of yeah. stripper code <laughs> with mm-hmm. male strippers though specifically yeah. to women i mean we just saw that that video that, that yeah. guy picking that girl up oh, he was a stripper gosh. picked her up and had her crotch all in his face on stage with a room full i mean yeah she's getting married she's uh-huh. got her little bachelorette sash running across her i mean could you imagine being that husband oh my gosh that seeing sees it that randomly on like tiktok yeah going around like going viral yeah. on tiktok yeah i ain't marrying you mm-hmm. <laughs> That is ridiculous. And so I think since I see more of that type of behavior out uh-huh. there, that, that's why I, I tend to just either blame women for it or like, yeah, you guys are you guys are a little more out of control mm-hmm. than than men can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what I'm talking about. Like I've, I've never, yeah, I've had friends that cheated on their wife, but it had to be, yeah, they've had one night stands and stuff like that, that, that you know, we've either been near and around or I've, I've heard about it or... Or they tried to pull it off, but you just tend to hear more, I'll say horror stories, or horror stories, I don't mm-hmm. know, of women doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've i never had a male friend that came back from the bathroom and was like, oh my gosh, I went down that back there to take a piss and this girl came in there and sucked my dick. Mm-hmm. But you know a girl mm-hmm, I that do. went in the bathroom and sucked some dude's dick. That she was married, yeah. left the guy at home with the kids, mm-hmm. and that's what she did when she went out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it it's you just I don't know you just tend to hear about the bad female behavior, and I think this is why mm-hmm. men like me or other men that know about this are like, yeah, you ain't going out. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you going out at all. Yeah, I know because you 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 hear about these things. Oh, I know. And and like I said, it, there's been some that, that have just been so shocking that I'm like, wait, wait she. Yeah. cheated on her husband that you're just like floored mm-hmm. and so i think because of that there's just you know it's even worse yeah there's just there's too many incidents to be oh yeah it's a completely safe Ooh, environment. no it's not you know at all yeah i know yeah well so i guess we kind of got a little bit off off topic for that but yeah what was that one answer your phone answer your phone oh yeah yeah i'm sorry answer your yeah. phone when your partner calls mm-hmm. you or Respond to their texts promptly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that seems fair enough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so the next one is don't act single on social media. Yeah. I think that we were talking about this one too, because, like, uh, you know, again, it's like we tend to pick on the ladies <laughs> with this kind of stuff. And, but we were also talking about men Mm -hmm. with this. And like, if you were to see a random girl at a gas station and with your wife, your wife is with you Mm -hmm. and then your wife turns her back and then you see this, this beautiful woman, are you going to compliment her Mm -hmm. on how hot she is? Probably not. Yeah. So why would you do it on social media? Yeah. Don't do it. And that that's the big thing that you see men do. Men in their phones, period. Because I think the original question we were talking about and what you had brought up was, um, you know, being open with your phone. Not Don't, don't hide yeah. your phone. Don't no, hide things like that. Was, and yeah. it was really like, well, well, how does that tie in? What, what, are, what, are the, what are men and women doing with their phones? And, and for men, it, if they're secretive about their phone, it's two things. Their behavior on social media and porn. Both. That's it. Uh-huh. 
um, and, and behavioral social media, I am including, you know, DM and girls, texting, whatever. They're behaving inappropriately with someone of the opposite sex or they're watching porn. Mm-hmm. Or both. Or both. <laughs> and so those are things, and that's where, you know, the story that you, or the example you just gave kind of came out of is you wouldn't behave that way in real life. Mm-hmm. But because the woman has set up a safe place to show her half-naked body, you feel it's also a safe place to like, comment, leave a tip, whatever it is mm-hmm. you're doing. And, and you know, it's funny because like when you when I look at Instagram, if I'm scrolling just on, on my home news feed and it hits, you know, you're, you're caught up. The next one, it's like, it's a half-naked girl. And the first thing I see is, you know, so-and-so liked this. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, so-and-so liked <clears throat> this. And it's like, well, these are all married men. They're liking these photos Mm -hmm. they're interacting with these women who aren't their wife and it's like i don't know if their wives just don't know it Mm -hmm. or if the wives don't care you would think that their wife would do the same thing like all of a sudden they'd be like oh wow wait why am i getting these half-naked girls oh my friend bob liked it well bob's my husband what you know (laughs) i know well so i think that that, like well like you even saying that like i don't get that that whatever it is like Mm-hmm. you're done like these your posts or whatever what is when it when you reach the end of your feed yeah i don't get the you end don't get of my, the you're all, well it's because you you're all caught follow up. a lot more people probably yeah i don't get that so yeah the women they may not see that either though mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah women tend to follow more people mm-hmm. and have more followers than mm-hmm. men do yeah um but yeah so the, that's you're like oh well that's showing up because of this uh-huh um but, you know, that's really the men's inappropriate behavior uh-huh. um, outside of trying to actively cheat or something like that. They're, right, they're behaving right. in a way that they would be embarrassed or they know their wife would be mad about. Yeah. Really? Like if your wife knew that you were messaging or liking these or commenting or sending the virtual flower mm-hmm. type stuff to these women, what would she tell you? And also like how obviously you wouldn't like it when you wouldn't like it if dudes were doing that to your wife either or your wife was doing that to other dudes right yeah. all of it mm-hmm. so why are you doing that to her yeah period well and so i think when we look at women it's it's the the stuff that you know we have talked about before yeah uh-huh. you know, the... you're gonna be married act married yeah you should not be seeking attention from males of the opposite sex. I mean, social media has created so many problems in so many relationships because people are acting single mm-hmm. on a social media platform mm-hmm. under the guise that they're trying to either get sponsored or earn money or I felt pretty. I should be able to share whatever I want. They come up with 101 excuses mm-hmm. to act like a hooker on social media. Yeah, I know. Showing cleavage, yeah. showing your ass. And goes back to the question, how is that? helping your relationship uh-huh. or could it possibly just maybe be causing problems mm-hmm. i know I mean, if you're if your partner's always complaining about how you behave on social media your behavior on social media is a problem yeah yeah i know whether or not you think that you know you need to be trusted and you are trustworthy and all of this like it's it's having this your 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 partner is upset about it mm-hmm. so why are you trying why why would you want your partner to be upset in the yeah. first place i mean shouldn't you want to be in a happy loving relationship where you don't have to worry about that stuff yeah and 
and that you only show your your cleavage and your ass to your partner Mm -hmm. why does it matter that all of these other guys are showing you the attention and and all that and 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 i mean it's probably because of that but i mean i'm sure there's women out there that that still get attention from their partner too and they for some reason want Mm -hmm. other attention from from other men right can you hand me can you get me some more please well, and how many of these girls that behave this way even have any proof on their social media that they're with a guy? I know. That's the other thing. I mean, if if you're a dude and your wife or your girlfriend's all their social media posts are without you, mm-hmm. she's pretty intentful with what the messages she's trying to relay. Mm-hmm. I know. And you'll see this. You'll see like a girl that never shares a picture of her and her boyfriend because she's either embarrassed of him or she's trying to main t- or uh, maintain this illusion that she doesn't have a boyfriend. And then on occasion, you know, Valentine's Day hits, be like, ooh, look at these, look at these special flowers I got. And they won't even say that it's from, from their, their boyfriend or tag other. who their significant yeah. other is or nothing. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're, you're being a tramp on social media. That tastes pretty good. Is it better after the sex then? I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. You were supposed to say, that's a that's a proper good Irish whiskey. <laughs> it's pretty, it tastes really good, okay. I think. I'll have to try it. It's a little sweet. Mm. Like you can really taste. Because I put Splenda in there. <laughs> the sweetness <laughs> in it. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. All right. uh, uh, dang, I was going to say something about about the oh i was gonna what i was gonna say is like i feel bad sometimes like if i don't have pictures of you and i Mm -hmm. like i don't know every at least every you know every i don't know couple rows or whatever you know Mm -hmm. i think that i think that there, there needs to be some kind of pictures of us in my Instagram, you know, yeah, you, I mean, the pictures of you aren't attention seeking. No, no, not at all. But like photos. even me, I, I mean, I feel I just feel bad if there isn't. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, and and I know that like probably because of the podcast, we post more pictures of our of each other, us together for on our marriage on the rock stuff. Mm-hmm than our personal pages right and i guess we kind of we probably feel like it gets met there yeah Yeah. and 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 i know that not everybody knows that we have a podcast together so maybe um maybe i should post more pictures of both of us you usually share everything from the podcast in your story i know yeah i know but yeah uh i i think that even I don't know that it probably could be mm-hmm. taken though that like, oh, is this the girl single? I'm like, no, yeah. not at all. Well, your name's Mrs. I that's on true too. too so. I know, I know, I know. Like that one time when that guy's like hitting on me or mm-hmm. whatever, and you're like, uh, says Mrs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, don't freaking act single on social media. Uh, the next one is. Avoid situations where you're drinking alcohol without your partner. Yeah. We don't need to... I think we beat the dead horse with the club and in the girls' uh-huh. night and the guys' night. But 
this doesn't have to necessarily be those situations. No, it doesn't. This can be a work function. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people look at either a, a party or a get-together at work as not a social event. Mm-hmm. They look at it as a private professional event. They look at a ha- work. I mean, a happy w- hour on a Friday. It had as to be. A, I had to do it because of work. Yeah. And that's an easy excuse to mm-hmm. throw out there as to why you get to go enjoy alcoholic beverages sans your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, once again, how is this going to help or hurt your relationship? Mm-hmm. I'm not chastising you. For, we've all been there. Yeah. But you need to understand the risk to reward ratio is really skewed whenever you are introducing alcohol and your partner, excuse me, and your partner is not there. Yeah. I mean, how many bad decisions are made because somebody had a couple of, excuse me, drinks. I got the hiccups now. <laughs> you know, because somebody had a couple of drinks. I know. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you don't make good decisions when you drink. No. You, you don't have your wits about you when you drink. And when you don't have your partner there to make sure that you don't do something stupid or make a bad decision... I mean, there's been times where you know, I, I've been so drunk that I'm like, man, I know I I remember acting this way or saying that. Mm-hmm. Why did I even do that? Yeah. We've all done that. Some of you will be like, well, I was blacked out drunk. I don't remember shit. And if you're one of those people, this is a very good reason why you should not drink mm-hmm. without your partner there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But even those type of situations aside, we are talking, prepare to get mad. Simple things like bottomless mimosas on a Saturday brunch with all the girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are things where, once again, risk to reward, bulletproof in your marriage, how's this going to help or hurt? Yeah, it's not Not that everybody help. that does this is cheating on their husband. No. Not that everybody does this has an intent to do something bad. But, once again, it's the same premise. You're having some alcoholic beverages, you're getting a little tipsy you're having some inappropriate conversations somebody's gonna have a bad idea well let's don't let the party stop here mm-hmm. let's go do this or, yeah once again you could be potentially inviting trouble oh for sure yeah i know it's it's never a good idea ever and i mean there there's been you know times where even with you and i where it's like thank god you were there to help me or <laughs> whatever you know um and i don't I, and, and that's the thing is like we don't put ourselves in those situations without each other mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know it's uh it could get it could get bad though yeah. um and you don't want to you don't want to risk that for your marriage and, and, and once again i know that there are plenty of people out there that are like, look, I, I'm responsible. I know when I go, I go do this. I go do this with my girlfriends once a month. I have one. I know I can't have more than one, and I have one. And that's great. I'm not telling you to not do these things. What we're basically saying is if these things are occurring, it could be inviting a big issue down the road. Mm-hmm. And, and even if you're the one that is responsible, once again, it could be the same as handing someone the keys to your car, who is the drunk driver. Because even, you know, sometimes you are guilty by association. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you want to avoid. 
Mm-hmm. You, you you just find yourself in something that seemed innocent enough. It seemed like not an issue at the time. There wasn't, you know, it was, what are you talking about? It was the broad daylight. It was, you know, 1 p.m. on a Saturday in this tiny little town. What could possibly go wrong? And lo and behold, something still goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Somebody reveals that they've been having an affair. Somebody does something inappropriate. Somebody, you know, there, there's just, it can take a sideways turn with zero heads up. Mm-hmm. And now... You're stuck in the situation with these people or having to explain yourself to your partner. If you find yourself having to defend what you're doing a lot and having to explain your actions to your partner a lot, you need to really re-examine who and how you're spending your time away from your partner. Because if you're always having these conversations with your partner, maybe you need to stop doing some of those things. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's it's not it's not gonna be I mean yeah i it's not going to it's better to just be safe than sorry Mm -hmm. period i mean it's like i don't know uh you just you can't you can't expect good things to happen Mm -hmm. without your partner with with alcohol involved and and with these whenever i say something like this it seems like somebody will say um well, I'm I'm this age, or I look this way. Ain't nobody. I don't got to worry about anybody hitting on me. You're right. You don't <laughs> get your ugly ass out there. Drink all the mimosas you want every Saturday. Oh God! I ain't talking to you, <laughs> Seth. You're mean. <laughs> uh, so the next one we have is don't don't spend significant significant time away from your partner. Yep. This is something that. <sighs> Once again, I, I know that, you know, I was in the military for 10 years. We have friends who are, you know, first responders, who have long hours, who have, uh, you know, uh, traveling type of jobs and things like that. And I'm not telling you you need to quit your job, but you need to examine your priorities Yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the reasons I got out of the military at 10 years instead of 20 was because I didn't want to be away from my family anymore mm-hmm. um i thought that the time i'd spent away was enough I, enough i felt like i'd missed enough time I, I felt that you know it was i just didn't want to continue to sacrifice that and uh, you know i see people now who are in positions like that who because of their time away from their partner it has created problems mm-hmm. um and and once again, it's one of those things that could be a big leak in a ship. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's good news. I'm not saying that, you know, you have an off marriage just because you have something like that. But if you are finding that there is a breakdown of, of communication, of sex, of compatibility, trust. of trust, all these things because you're not there, mm-hmm. that's that's your blatant warning sign that it's because you're not there. Mm-hmm. I know. And I know the defensive is, what do you want me to do? Quit my job? Yeah. I and know. sometimes you got to make tough decisions. Well, and, and, and it is like, well, what is, what is going, what's more important to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's like, yeah, I understand you have to, you have to make a living and you have to do what you have to do. And then, but I think at the, if you want your marriage and everything and your family to, to, to survive and to be good in in a healthy relationship. I think that you have to make that tough decision. And if, if you can, 
try to get out of it, you know, where, you know, okay, th- I only have to do this for three months or I'm whatever. I'm glad you said that because that's what I was going to say next. If you're talking about a temporary thing for mm-hmm. a greater goal, I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you've been doing this for several years now and you look back over the last three to four years and you can calculate in months mm-hmm. the amount of time you did not see your partner. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that I did, like when I would go on deployment for six months. And that wasn't counting the two to three month little trips you would take or the month here or the six weeks here or the mm-hmm. eight weeks here of all that, where even with my son, I looked at it and I was like, well, he's X amount of years old. He's two years old. And I've been gone for 18 of those two years, 18 mm-hmm. of those 24 months. How, how, you know. That means by the time he's 18, I would have only spent however many, you know. Yeah. If I continued to do this, I would have only got to spend X amount of years with him over 18. And it was, you know, like eight point some years. Yeah. And and so if you're doing that with your spouse, you know, that that, that could be a very, very big problem. Mm-hmm. I know. And so you have to reexamine it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, like we said, like. Some, we understand that some of it some of it is unavoidable but you know one one of the things that we we dealt with in the military and we you know we talk about it to married people and things like that. And, and oddly enough for the problems that I had I didn't go through this part um, but what you would see a lot of was a guy was gone he mm-hmm. was gone his wife was used to seeing him gone being gone she had her own routine the kids had their own routine. They had their own way of life where they were functioning without him. And when he came back, it disrupted everything. Mm. Um, and so you see that. You see that with, with people that, that work, you know, night shift in nursing. You see that with first responders. You see that with people that are on the road a lot of the times. Their partner actually gets used to them being gone. The, the cliche statement of the heart absence, distance makes the absence heart, makes grow, the heart fonder, grow fonder. Yeah. yeah. It isn't always true. Mm-hmm. And people... People are very adaptable. Women are very adaptable. Mm-hmm. Men are very mm-hmm. adaptable. And so when you're used to living your own life without your partner, knowing in the back of your head you're still married, it's not that you're cheating, it's not that you're running around, but you just develop a new routine. You're watching the TV you want to watch. You're watching movies you want to watch. You're playing the video games you want to watch. You're going to bed when you want to. You're eating what you want to. You're drinking what you want to. You develop your own routine, and then you find out you're annoyed a lot by your partner when they're home mm-hmm. because they're fucking up your routine that you've developed without them. Mm-hmm. And that's why that these are a problem. Um, and, and you see this. I've seen a lot of guys that were in the military for 20 plus years, married almost the entire time. They get out, they get divorced. Mm-hmm. Their wife can't handle them being home all the time. And you see the same thing with firefighters, mm-hmm. with police officers, with medical staff. I mean, we've worked with all of those people. Yeah. And, and once they're forced to be together, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much I disliked my partner. Yeah. I spent the last... I can't fi- deal with them. Yeah, 15 years wishing they were here. And now all I want is for them to go back to work again so I don't have to see them all the time. I know. That's so sad. Yeah. That is so sad. And so those that's the big pitfall you have to watch out for with careers that make you absent from your partner. Yeah, my life is better without them. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that was, you know, that was one of the big decisions we made several years ago as to why, you know, you quit working in a regular job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't gone for weeks at a time. No. But, 
you know, two, three days a week was too much. Mm-hmm. You're coming with me. Yeah. Yeah. We're going together. If we uh-huh. could do it, like, why yeah. wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we want to spend more time together? <laughs> and I know not everybody has that luxury. No. Uh-uh. But, but you have to realistically ask yourself and do that math. How much time am I not seeing my partner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that look like after five years? What does that look like after 25 years? Jeez. How long am I going to do this for? Uh-huh. Yeah. And if it's temporary, make sure it's temporary. You should have a, a timer. We need to save X amount of dollars so I can quit doing this in 24 months because mm-hmm. I don't want to do this yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. And if you're just one of those people that hate your partner and wants to be on the road all the time, have you don't ever it. retire. Yeah. I know. I've had it. I know. That's so sad. Like, why are you even together if mm-hmm. that's the case? So the last one that we have is avoid or staying away from toxic couples Mm -hmm. toxic couples can be just as bad as single people yep you know the the couples that are always fighting the couple that you know have um severe marital issues the couple you know that is cheating Mm -hmm. the you know all of these things that that make toxic couples toxic can be a problem Mm -hmm. and so watching your circle watching who you let in watch who you influence or who you allow to influence you mm-hmm. um, is very key. Yeah. You know, you should be, <clears throat> for couples, you should have other couple friends that have as strong or stronger relationships than you. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I know. And one, bad relationships are an emotional drain mm-hmm. for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to keep hearing about your problems. Everybody's like, I wonder what's going on now. Yeah. I wonder what happened this time. I wonder why they're, you know, they're not going to go to this or whatever it is. People start. People start talking and. Mm-hmm. and it's just, yeah, it's hanging out with a toxic couple mm-hmm. is <laughs> it's just not good. Go ahead. You, you were saying. Oh, no, no, no. no that's fine. Yeah. It, they, it's just not good. I mean. You, you start to, I don't know, uh, you start to, to look at, at their relationship and, and then that the, the wife or, or husband, like they start complaining about their partner to Mm -hmm. everybody. And then you start second guessing your relationship and I don't know, I guess you can either second guess it or be like, yeah, at least we're better than them or at mm-hmm. least we don't have their problems. <clears throat> but I mean, e- why would you even want to hang out with somebody that is toxic anyway? Like, like you said, you should be with, you should hang around couples that are at least equally happy mm-hmm. as you are in at your le- relationship. At least have the same marital goals. Yeah. I mean, at least... You you should be able to tell who's who's a happy, high functioning relationship. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that every marriage is perfect or anything like that, um, but there are some that definitely are fucked up and suck. Yeah, and the group and the the crowd or the circle can't repair that marriage. Mm-mm. That's between them. Oh, I know, I know. Well, and then like if they do get divorced, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh you know Pick people inside. yeah people are like oh who are we gonna you know who will we 
hang out with or whatever and and realistically like it's like well we wouldn't hang out with them any because of all of this other stuff we don't hang out with single people i I wish i would have uh re-listened to the toxic couples i know because we we did a full this was a long time ago Uh we did a full episode on toxic couples to avoid and i remember we talked about the ones that always showed up fighting we talked about the ones that always talk about each other behind their back we talked about the ones that um are inappropriate, like openly flirt with the other, yeah, uh-huh, with other know, people, other people uh-huh. and that are married. Um, yeah, n- yeah, none of the people that we hang out with are like this. Yeah, and I think I think we talked about. Did we talk about like the 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 toxic couple that like can't function by themselves or something like that? Or yes, or I think we. Yeah, maybe we did. I mean, there's a whole list that we went through on that. And I wish I would have re-listened to it to mm-hmm. hit some of those head on again. Um, but, but if you, you know, haven't listened to that one, yeah. like be f- be sure to listen. It's good. Yeah, it's those good toxic episode. traits. One, they're they're talking shit about each other. They're, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's it's a drain. It is. Your thing. He about knocked your drink stand over. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think that you know, once again, it, I I said it ten times during the episode. It's not to say, shame on you for doing these things. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not to chastise. It's not to judge. It's literally just saying. Watch out for these things, mm-hmm. these type of behaviors, these type of interactions, these type of situations, these friends, these these coworkers, these couples. Um, these behaviors can all be issues or small issues initially that can create major issues in your relationship. Oh, yeah. And so if you don't do those things, if you, you know, don't have that work husband or work wife, if you're not going out getting plastered with the guys and girls, if you're not... You know, uh, acting single on social media. If you're mm-hmm. not, uh, you know, whatever, dude, getting drunk away from your partner at the Christmas party. You know, mm-hmm. these are all things that have each of these have a history of creating severe issues in a relationship because the chance for something bad to happen or negative to happen at best, like I said, it's not going to help your mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-mm. And why would you want to participate or behave in a manner that's not going to positively contribute to your relationship where it can only have, have a negative consequence? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you bulletproof or foolproof or whatever you're calling it, mm-hmm. a marriage. Yeah. You do away with those things. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, that's perfectly said. I know. It's, yeah. I it don't. is. It's, it's good, I right? I think after the sex and it's yeah, pretty smooth. I know. I apologize to Conor McGregor for what I said about <laughs> his proper 12 whiskey. Yeah, you better watch out. Um, Sexton, you're not as good as I was trying to give you credit for at the beginning. You're not as sexy as we thought. Yep. <laughs> Sexton. Way to go. <laughs> uh, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I thought it was really good after after drinking Even that. Even like smelling it, it's not. Yeah. The bite's not there. It's pretty smooth. Uh-huh. It's actually really good. I know. We didn't even get to the Jameson tonight. No. But that's all right. Um, yeah, I think that I think that about sums it all up though. Mm-hmm. How to bulletproof your marriage. Yep. Yeah. Hope I hope this helped. Um, you know, some people. Uh so I do want to mention that we are having a giveaway with uh titan nutrition Mm -hmm. so you all know that they are a new partner we have partnered with titan nutrition we're going to be doing a giveaway for the enlight product which is seth's absolute favorite Mm -hmm. and uh yeah yeah i've talked about it on here i take it i take it in the morning it gives you really good focus 
It gives you a burst of energy, but you're not jittery. Um, I love the Enlight. Um, we don't know what flavor we're giving away yet, do we? Uh, I think it's pe- the peach, peach like mango. Oh, okay. Say. Yeah, I'm, I believe. I believe it's the peach kind. We just got their whey protein. Oh my gosh. Chocolate covered strawberries. Yes. It's a clean protein, white isolate. It's not sugary. It's not carby. It's not fatty. It's a smaller serving than most of what you're used to uh-huh. taking, but you still get 20 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. It tastes freaking delicious. It's amazing. Yeah. Like it, It's the best protein that I've ever had. Yeah. I don't, I mean, there, there's other stuff that we've raved about before. This this actually is, is my favorite tasting protein. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good. To me, instead of chocolate covered strawberries, it... It reminds me of a banana split for some reason, mm-hmm. and it yeah, it's amazing. I love it. I don't I don't get that. I don't know. I literally get the chocolate and strawberries every time I drink it. Well, maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it's just like ice cream. Maybe it is just. Maybe it just reminds me of, well, like because like when we get the banana splits, uh-huh. you got the chocolate and you get the ice the strawberries right next uh-huh. to the chocolate. So maybe and, that's why. Yeah. But it's, it's delicious. Good, you guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic! Or if we, if you mixed it with like a banana in there, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, if you made yeah. a smoothie with oh, it, it'd be delicious. Gosh. Threw some fresh strawberries in there. And yeah, some bananas. Oh. I, I'd say the other day, put like a little scoop of peanut butter in yeah. there. Yeah, um, yes. But yeah, if you want to try it or any of the Tight Nutrition products, go to tightnutrition.net. Use code MOTR at checkout. You're gonna save ten percent. Yeah, ten free shipping and free shipping. Yep. yep. Uh huh. Yeah. So check them out. They got a bunch of stuff. Just give them a try. And when you order from them, they always send you free samples of other stuff. Yeah. So oh, you, you yeah. Get, you I know. get more than yeah. you're paying for. Yeah. So oh, they're, for sure. They're yeah. It's a awesome. really good company. Check them out. Uh, and so yeah. So we're we're doing the giveaway. Um. So yeah. Be sure to check out our um social media, mm-hmm. and for all of the details on that, and then we can, and then you can enter the giveaway. Yeah. yeah good stuff yeah but um as always thank you all so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel like us on facebook follow us on instagram and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week thanks